In this new podcast series, I will be talking to visionaries, creatives, healers, teachers, educators and guides all around the globe. I'm so excited to share with you chats that I've had with these amazing people who are showing up in the world and helping people to shine their light, helping people to create their own journeys and to, you know, move forward in a positive manner. My intention for creating this new series where I talk to these amazing people was that I wanted to showcase other people that are in the world that are supporting women, are supporting humans, are helping, who are guiding and, you know, offering different healing modalities, mindfulness mindfulness techniques for parents and children and and everyone alike I wanted to showcase um, and open up dialogue around spirituality and healing modalities I wanted to just have conversation that flowed conversation that was um, informative and that everybody could get something out of and myself included in these interviews or these episodes that we you know and these chats that I've had with these people um, has opened up so much to me so I can only imagine what it's going to do for you guys Um, so I am so excited to announce this new series and I absolutely hope you love it as much as I do so let's get into today's episode Today, I had the most beautiful conversation with Christine Bizier. We talked all things holistic healing and talked about access bars and red light therapy and things that even I didn't know a lot about. And so Christine goes into um, detail about what these are and how they help and you know the benefits of these different modalities and it was just such a beautiful experience to just sit and chat with her I felt like I'd known her for a lifetime and she's just got this most generous and caring loving nature to her and it was just such a really nice episode so I won't hold you back any longer let's just jump into the episode I hope you love it as much as I did Hi, Christine. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. I'm so glad to have you on today. I cannot wait to talk to you about all the things that you're doing in this world. Um, It's very exciting and there's some things that I don't really know about and so I'm really excited for you to go a little bit deeper into some of those things with us. But just to get started, I'd like you to just explain a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what you do and kind of like your journey up until this point in doing what you're doing. Sure. So I call myself a bliss architect because my passion, my purpose is to bring more bliss and joy into the world. 
and I would be attending different network marketing um, events and people I would say was an energy healer and then they would look at me like I had literally like an eye in my forehead or you know like what is that and shy away then I tried saying uh, well I'm a yoga teacher and people like oh yeah I don't do yoga and then I would explain you know I do access consciousness and they're like what is that so I decided just to have a generic term and I was inspired by an amazing photographer who does branding and uh, she helped me come up with this idea of a bliss architect because it really creates some interest and in like, oh, what is that? And I thought, well, all of my tools, you know, so life coach, access consciousness, essential oils, yoga, um, all these uh, different things that I do are all about bringing more bliss and harmony into my life and to bring that to clients. And so that was really my journey into finding a way to share with clients what I do as, as a whole to describe it. And, and it was a way to also include my entire journey because I started with my psychology background. <laughs> Everything okay? Yeah. Something's on my roof. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm like, great timing, whatever that is. <laughs> Maybe it's an owl or some kind of lovely animal. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe visit. Yes. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, no worries. Um, I thought it was a nice way to include everything that I do because I really started with psychology background. So I have my BA in psychology. I was always interested, even as a child, in how the mind works and why certain people are motivated to do what they do. And when I was a young child, I'm an older, I, I'm an older sister, so I have a younger sister, and I was always a teacher to her. So I would teach her how to read and how to write. And I mean, um, it's kind of funny looking back now, but I would, you know, make her pretend play school and, you know, she'd have to sit there and be a student. Um, and so I would want to teach her and share like, okay, this is how you read. This is how you write. And it was in a very, you know, caregiver nurturing way by being an older sister. And there's five and a half years between us. So, um, at a young age, I had that responsibility of looking after another person and really helping them grow and flourish and, and learn things. And it was exciting to see that you could have an influence. Like I, you know, being a young person could have an influence on my younger sister and help her. And then um, also as a child, I would help like neighborhood kids. There was a child who had a, a disability and I would go and give them my toys and want to spend time with them and help them. So I think as a kid, I always was that child who wanted to help others. And now as an adult, I realize I've done the Enneagram. I don't know if you've done that, but I've done the Enneagram and I'm of course a helper, right? Number four. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it makes sense now, helper teacher. But at the time, um, it was just who I was. And so taking psychology was a really nice way for me to kind of understand. And I thought I would get into teaching or doing that sort of stuff, but I didn't. Um, I ended up starting to work at a place in Canada. It's called Statistics Canada. And it's working on surveys to gather data and learn about social um, areas. So with Aboriginal cultures and people with disabilities, and really looking and getting information, gathering information, and then learning how to disseminate that and share that where you can create policies and create change. And it, it really sparked that interest for me for human, um, 
I guess the humanity of helping one another, you know, like in through social programs and social change. And then I started to get interested in Reiki in, um, I'll date myself. So in 2003, I started my journey with Reiki because my mom was a Reiki master. Okay. And she also studied reflexology. So she introduced me to like spirituality and all these different elements. So I started to study Reiki and I started to study essential oils. I had some health issues. So I was using essential oils and natural products. Um, I started making my own because at that time it was harder to find back then. Now we're so abundant. We're blessed. Yeah. Right? Like I'm yeah. everywhere. Oils, everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. And good quality, right? And, yeah. and natural products, organic. Um, so back then I started making my own products with essential oils and learning on healing. Um, I would look to alternative healing for my own issues and ailments like sciatic and different things. And I started coming back more and more to my spirituality, like more to um, finding ways to deal with, you know, like life isn't always easy. There's, you know, things as we're growing, especially as a young woman. And I started adding more and more. So I, I started studying, I don't know if you've heard of the reconnection, Eric Cronin. No, no, I was gonna ask you about that, yes. Yeah, yeah so the yeah. reconnections are really interesting, um, hands-on and hands-off energetic process. So there was training not far from where I live in Montreal and I went there for a weekend uh, training seminars and I just kept adding, like things would come into my life and I would, you know, take a course, study, read a little bit. Um, and, and the reconnection came into my life at a time when I'd had a miscarriage and I was still having some pain from having my miscarriage and nothing was really shifting it. And my uncle of all people said, oh, have you heard of the reconnection? So he did a little session on me and the pain went away. Wow. And I was blown away. I was like, wow. And not just physical pain, but also like the emotional pain, yeah, like the, yeah. like on my heart. And I felt so, I mean, I, I felt the grief of the experience of, of, you know, having a miscarriage, but I also could acknowledge and heal from it. And it was so quick. And I thought, wow, it's incredible. Um, other times I took the journey with Brandon Bayes. Um, that was at a time when my cat was suddenly ill and passed away over a weekend retreat that I was taking with the, the journey um, work with Brandon Bays. And that again was just such a blessing. So I've had these opportunities to look at holistic healing really to overcome, you know, everyday things that happen that are, you know, not, not anything any of us can avoid, right? It's just life. Um, and then what else? I mean, sometimes I'm like, what else did I take? So it's kind of progressive. And then I was introduced to access consciousness and started going into the access consciousness world, which then led me more to life coaching, yoga. Now I'm doing some NLP training. I think you have NLP as well. Yeah. 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 I love your chakra dance that you do too. <laughs> I think that's, I'm like, that's another thing I would yep. like to do. Yeah. I'll add it to my list. <laughs> I'll add it to my list. I have a lifetime. But yeah, so I've just been adding. And I mean, I, I've done some sound healing, you know, some different things. And I just find when I, I know I get drawn, something gets presented into my life. And when I met you and heard about chakra dance, I was like, wow, that's great. So 
um, I just kind of put it, I guess, in my back pocket for, you know, maybe a future time. And then yeah. if things are meant to be, then I end up going down that route. And I find it's everything that I need at the time. And then I can bring it to my clients, my family, my friends, and uh, bring that forward. So I, I like to share them. That's part of my passion of bringing, you know, whatever healing or grace we can, because life is hard. You know, yeah. It can be hard. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. you know, once you sort of start delving in, there's so many beautiful modalities that um, you can use for, you know, different things. And I really want you to talk to us a little bit about the access consciousness because I don't know a lot about that and um, I'd love for the listeners to sort of learn more about that. Absolutely. So access consciousness consciousness. Uh, so they have a variety of modalities within access consciousness and it was something that was inspired by Gary Douglas who is the founder over 25 years ago and he he was asked to work with massage therapists I forgot I didn't add I do hot intuitive hot stone massage and I'm like that's (laughs) kind of what drew me into it so I loved that you know working on the body you know, through massage, he was, he was guided to work with the therapist and he developed a set of uh, a protocol called the bars. So it's access consciousness. And then bars is one modality in access consciousness. And it's 32 points on the head and, and it includes two points. So the mid of the palm is a point and the same spot, like say if you're looking at someone's foot, to access energy points, which is similar to a lot of other modalities. A lot of modalities work with the hands. So reconnection works with the hand, uh, Reiki, you know, working with the hands, hands on healing. And it's a very light touch on the points. So there's points here. Uh, I'm just pointing to above my eyebrow. So one is like joy, one is sadness. There are points for money. So as you know, and I know, there's, yeah. <laughs> Really I'm putting my hands right there. <laughs> and I always when I when I'm teaching the training, I'm like money, 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 money. <laughs> so you can run the money bar because our know. points of view, um, by running the bar, you're you're deleting old programs of your points of view. Just like you would, you know, you go into your email, you see your spam, you hit delete, 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 delete. You go in and you start to unpack and delete the programs around money. And, and this one was mind blowing for me because money is linked to control. So one, another bar is called control. Another bar is around aging. There's another bar around peace, gratitude, kindness. So it's peace and calm, kindness, gratitude is another series of like three points as one bar or sorry, three bars um, behind the ear. There are points around um, healing. So healing the body, you know, around sexuality, about like our, you know, like being a woman, being what that means to you, um, around aging, so many points of view, especially being a woman around aging, right? And your body. So one of the bars around body, and I found in my experience with clients and myself, is that the judgments have lessened. So judgments of myself on my body. So that inner critic, you know, he had that voice, like, oh my God, you look so 
this and you, da, 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 and you need to blah, need yeah. to be the size. I or, know that person well, critic <laughs> well. So she chatter. had a little yeah. voice, a little yeah. chatter. Yeah. And so the bars actually helped to reduce the chatter. And I had one client um, and, and uh, a friend of mine sent her husband and at the end, he told her, he's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what she did to me. He's like, I had no thoughts. And it freaked him out because he had no thoughts. And I'm like, people pay millions to go to meditate <laughs> in, in the Himalayas to have zero thoughts. And he was exactly. freaked out. I'm like, don't worry, they'll come back. Trust me. <laughs> but it, it helps to calm the mind and the nervous system. So it actually almost like, to me, reduces the noise of the chatter. So it's not so strong anymore. And then you start to have different... Um, different points of view where it's like, you know what, I feel good in my body. My body is actually really healthy. Like I know I'm doing, you know, great things for my body and you start to realize different things. Same with money and control. You know, I realized for myself um, elements where I was trying to control, you know, um, or when, and having an awareness when other people are trying to control and manipulate me and then having a choice. So that's one part of access bars is that you learn the points where to press and it's a very light pressure almost to me like an acupuncture or acupressure so yeah. it's a really light touch um, and then you get to ask questions so that's the second part of bars um, which is different from some other modalities and reminds me a bit more of coaching so really powerful questions like uh, so say if you're going through something right now and you you're struggling, you're frustrated, and you're not seeing any change. You're like, oh my gosh, like year after year, especially, you know, January, resolutions, yeah. right? We could be uh, talking to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're just, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we can ask, so what's right about it that you're not getting? What's right about it? And instead of your mind going to answer it automatically, yeah. you let the universe show you. Yeah. So what's right about it could be that, actually, you know what? I used to suffer from migraines and I stopped eating chocolate and I don't have migraines anymore. That's yeah. right about it, you know? Yeah. Or what's right about it, I'm being kind to myself, you know? Because some people can go too extreme and overdo it in exercise, overdo it in dieting, overdoing it, you know, with, with uh, a strict uh, regime or, um, goal setting so much that they're so restricted that they're not having fun anymore either. So when you ask like what's right about it, the universe will bring in an answer or you get your own awareness. So sometimes I'll get an awareness. I'll go, what's right about it? You know what? My body's been tired and I was listening to my body that I needed rest. Right? So yeah. that can be what's right about it. Um, other questions are, and there's so many questions like in, in the manual when you take the training, but online as well. Um, I wonder, you know, I wonder what it would take to feel good in my body again. I wonder what it would take to have more energy. So if you're feeling tired and fatigued all the time and you're like, or maybe you have a migraine and you can't get rid of them, I wonder what it would take. And then the universe will show you. It might be, you know, you're out and you see, you know, a magazine and on the magazine it goes, oh, you know, take magnesium for headaches. And you go, I never thought of that. So yeah. the universe is always talking to us, right? Do you find yeah. that? Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of the second part with the questions, right? Like so um, And they're good too, because it's it's you know, in a positive frame of mind. Because how often do you ask yourself what's right about it? 
we're always thinking about what's wrong. What's wrong. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's a great point because we live in a world that's like, what's wrong? We live in a world where, you know, you get rewarded for being a critic. It's a job, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. TV critics, food critics, movie critics, you know, online people will have social media comments and they'll, they'll critique. And so we all have enough of an inner critic. So when we ask what's right about it, we see more possibilities. And it's interesting because I actually find that kindness creates a new reality. Yeah. In different ways. Definitely. So that's yeah. the question. Um, I wonder, I love that. Like one question I do around money with clients is say, you know, I wonder what it would be like to, um, to, to buy something without having to look at the price tag. Mm. Yeah. how fun would that be, that would be so out, <laughs> you're at a gallery you look at a painting you go I really love that and it's not it doesn't mean that the painting will be a million dollars it could be a hundred it's just you know I wonder what it would take to choose for you and for me it's not always like I could have you know 10 million in the bank I wouldn't choose a Mercedes right so uh, or like a Porsche or something maybe I would choose a Mercedes actually but maybe not a Porsche, not a Porsche. Um, <laughs> maybe not a Porsche that's not my style but it's yeah. like I wonder so the I wonder game is really fun you know I wonder what it would like be like to have um, sold out retreat I wonder what it would be like to to be able to serve more women in my community and make an impact and then you let it go and and then the universe will go oh here maybe here's a collaboration but part of it too is um looking at life not in a linear fashion so you may not get an answer that's something like very direct it can be a non-linear answer if that makes sense yeah 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 so yeah. you know i wonder what it would take to have so much money in my bank account that i don't need to look at a price tag could even just create an awareness like I wonder what it would be like just to choose what I truly love, which may mean not buying everything and maybe being a bit more minimalist, but actually loving everything you have. Yeah. And it kind of gets you like, cause I'm doing it sort of as you're saying it kind of gets you into the feeling of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is very much, it's like law of attraction, right? It's like, you, yeah. And, and their motto with access is all about, you know, what feels good and light is, is right for you. Like it's in your alignment. So that feels good. Sometimes, I mean, I've been at a restaurant and, you know, I've had the point of view where I have to eat the dinner because I'm paying for it. There's nothing wrong with it. But for example, I ordered tuna, this um, fish taco once I was doing a three day body class with access and I ordered dinner. It was a fish taco. I love tacos. This one was not something I loved. It was rare tuna. I do not like rare tuna. It was very, like seared, like just, I don't know, for a second. And it came and I looked and I was like, oh, so I tried to eat it. I tried to force myself to eat it because I knew there was nothing wrong with it. I didn't want to send it back. And then I also, you know, was like, I have to eat this because I'm paying for it. Mm. So then I did the tools on myself. I said, well, I wonder if money wasn't an object, would I eat the meal or leave it and go somewhere else? Cause I didn't like anything else on the menu. And my body was like, leave, pay, leave. So I paid, I mean, it wasn't like extravagant, like, I don't know, maybe $30, but yeah. before I would have been so upset that I didn't finish my food. 
I didn't eat it. It cost me $30 and I would have literally forced myself to eat it in the past. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Time I was like, oh, like what would I choose? I wouldn't choose it. And so I didn't. And it felt so liberating. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like just small things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just different awareness, I suppose. Yeah and, yeah and that's what happens like when I started working with the tools it would work like that for food and I would ask myself you know at Christmas I would ask like you know if it was stressful I'd ask like I wonder what it would take so it's another way to do it like I wonder what it would take um, to have a holiday that I loved and then I had an awareness you know what baking cookies is fun but I don't even eat the cookies I don't like a lot of sugar I don't so I was doing something that was creating more time stress and you know making my my world a little bit more stressful by doing it even though it wasn't that congruent with what christmas is like the true meaning for chris for christmas for me was spending time with family but it doesn't have to be cook making cookies yeah right? yeah <laughs> i know it's crazy but it's just so these little questions really changed my life i'm still using them all the time um, another one is what else is possible? Hmm. So when you get to a fork in the road or, or something again is like frustrating or you can't see an answer to it, it's like, okay, you never show me what else is possible. You know, what else? And then something else will pop up. Like I've had amazing things happen just by asking that question. Yeah. Like that conversation we just had about, yeah, yeah it's just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> There it is. And it just, it just pops. And, and the thing with access, it's all about like asking, asking the, the question that will bring the awareness, which is why, you know, and it's so funny, but it's truly, it's accessing consciousness. Yeah. So yeah, you do it, right. You do it. I know it was so funny. I was like, all of a sudden one day I'm like, yeah, access conscious. I'm like, oh, consciousness, oh. you know, <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty cool. So, um, you know, you can do it. I, and I believe it's important for people to get body work. I know you do Reiki and other modalities. So yeah. our bodies need, need the work, whether it's massage or Reiki or acupuncture, or physiotherapy, but our bodies, you know, it's like our cars need a tune up. And so yeah. the bars are just one way of getting a tune up that gets your body into a relaxed state. And I find, I work a lot with um, healers and entrepreneurs and very like, like giving people soulful um, empaths. And I find it fills their cup. And, and not only beyond that, it brings creativity and it sparks other things. Whereas, you know, we may have taken a, a course for business or, or something and, and it's like, no, you have to do it like this, like in a box, right? Yeah. And access is anything but in a box. And it's so expansive, so it allows for different possibilities. And I've seen so much change in my clients, so much change in myself um, through so the through the questions because clients will leave. I don't know if you've experienced this. You go get a healing. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. You feel great. And then sometimes same day. <laughs> sometimes it's been like right after. You know, you go home and then yeah. you go back to real life. I'm doing air quote real life. Yeah. Um, and then reality hits and you're like, oh my God, I just went for healing and I'm right back into life. So 
then you can use the questions like, okay, what's right about this that I'm not getting, right? Or I wonder what would change this? And then you get the awareness. So what I loved about Access was for the first time, it gave me, um, after sessions, a tool to go home with and use every day. Like I use these tools all the time. Oh. And these are just a couple. I mean, there's so many. You can go on the Access Consciousness website. You can go online. And Dr. Dane um, here, came on board i think about 15 years ago and he collaborated with gary to bring it global with access consciousness and bring in more so dane does a lot of the questions he does a lot of they have something that's called a um you'll see a clearing statement and it's something that for years because i have that analytical mind working you know with statistics that you know i didn't really understand it and i actually almost like i'll be honest i was like okay i really like this but this is crazy. I can't say that. Um, and the clearing statement is also like the bars, but it's a way to delete your, your destroy and create, which is a form of deletion of those points of view when you don't get your bars run. So you need your bars run. Like it's great to get your bars run, but then, I mean, it would be lovely. I mean, I can't get my bars run 10 hours a day. Right. So you still yeah. have to go in the real world. So the clearing statement helps to continue that process and you can go online to the clearingstatement.com for access consciousness it's on there i can say it but people will be like what is it and it's it's basically just to get you out of your head the yeah. anaclo the ego mind yeah. so that you can access consciousness you can you can hear and do you ever find sometimes like someone and it's usually someone closest to you so like your spouse or friend who tells you something and you don't hear them mm-hmm and then you go and you get a reading with someone or another session or you read a book and you go, guess what I just heard? And they're like, what? I told you that 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It happens right? to me all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> or it happens and, and, when I tell people things. And like, yeah, so you're telling people, they don't hear you and no. then somebody else says it. So this is a way of bypassing that mind, the, the conscious mind, um, so that it gets into the subconscious uh, and it's just so weird. So it's it's right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond, time to the billion. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. So I, I would shorten it. And at first I was like, okay, pod, pock. So it's your point of point of destruction and point of creation. So it's where these these thoughts get planted. And everybody has them. Like, you know, maybe geographically, like growing up in your area, if it's, you know, growing up in a small area that, you know, it might be like, oh, well, this is just how we do it here. Yeah. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Or this is our culture. Yeah. We don't do that. Um, my mom's British. So she grew up with, you know, oh, this is how you set a table and these are your manners and whatever. And um, very black and white, very strict upbringing. And it, it creates limitations because we think that's the only way to do it. And it's great to have you know, um, it's great to have society, uh, I guess, congruency, but not at a point where it's going to like harm you, right? Mm. Like, and, and where you're generalizing. So, you know, if it comes around money or something like that, it's like, oh no, like, you know, we're raised as farmers. We don't have money because mm. that's our point of view. And then another farming community may actually be like, oh, well, we were, we grow wine every vineyard that you know is very usually very successful and, and lucrative yeah so they don't have that point of view 
So you can just join in and create the limiting point of view with the statement. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. I could do that with a fair few things. <laughs> Four questions, yeah. I think I'm going to need some work. <laughs> well, we'll chat later, but yeah, there's some more fun questions. And then one of the third things, which is what I really loved, is that they have a mantra. So a mantra, um, you know, they don't call it an affirmation, but I come from, you know, having my yoga 200 uh, yoga teacher training hours, and I love working with the power of the voice. Um, I don't know in the shocker dance if you work with mantras yeah. or chanting or yeah. yeah affirmations. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So yeah. they have one, and it's all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Mm. So that's our trademark. And you can say it 10 times in the morning, 10 times at night. And if you really want it, go nuts. Do it like 30 times, you know, or do it for 21 days in a row. Because I find even though things happen in life, it's like, it's, it's not as bad as it could have been, you know, and then you see what's right about it. So it's like, you know, I got a parking ticket. It was $25. And I was like, oh, okay, what's right about it? It's not 100. So I'm thankful yeah. and grateful for that. Um, yeah. Or, you know, maybe something um, you really wanted to happen didn't happen the way you wanted to happen, but something greater happened. Mm. So I find the more I invite that mantra in, that the more ease and grace comes into my life. And same with my clients. It's like, you know, sometimes it's really hard for people. It's like a divorce but there's a way to bring more ease and grace into a hard time, you know, or if somebody has some, you know, a physical ailment or if they break a bone or whatever, there, there's more ease and grace that we can invite. So it just, it feels good for me. And I have a lot of personal experience with clients and myself where, you know, miracles have happened really. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Such a, yeah, it sounds like just such a beautiful modality and like one that, everybody could <laughs> use. Yeah, it's so pretty amazing. Yeah. And there are around 170 countries in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in Canada, and I find that in North America, it hasn't really, not a lot of people know about access consciousness yet. Like, it's still, when I introduce it, people are like, oh, you know, some have heard of it, but most have not. So it's still kind of up and coming, but yeah. they're around the world. And I also love that, they translate into different languages around the world. Yeah. Which is amazing. So like French and um, it's really popular in Brazil. Yeah, right. Really, really popular. Yeah, in Brazil yeah. and other countries, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to ask you about it because I don't think, like in my community, um, I think there is a lady that does it in my community um but i don't yeah it's not really well known like i think reiki and you know um those kinds of things are just starting to you know become um the norm sort of thing um people are really tapping into holistic health which is you know so good and um you know so just great for the spirit and i think a lot more people are tapping into that which is fantastic and that's why I wanted you to you know talk on that because the more people realize what's out there you know the more we can utilize all these beautiful modalities and in saying that you also do red light therapy so can you explain a little bit about that 
Yeah, so red light therapy is new to me. Yeah. Um, and share. I was guided to learn more about it. I was at a, a yoga conference in Ottawa, where I live, and there was a woman there who had a machine called a Helite, and it was a bright red light. And this was in October of last year. So in Canada, it starts to get cold and chilly. And so that attracted me at first because I'm like, oh, red light, what is that, right? Something warm. I'm like, and I love the sun. Summer is my time of year. So I was like, yes, that nice. So she had a demo and I tried it and I was like, that's really intriguing. So of course, you know, I, I like with everything then I start to do some research, find out about it. And so the Helite is a machine that brings in LED red light and it's called photobiomodulation. So in 1903, I believe there was a Nobel Prize one trying to figure out how to use light therapy for healing. And we know it's very common, like in jaundice, right? With newborns, yeah. Yeah. that they use a form of heat and lamp therapy. Um, we know about infrared heat and how that works. It's very popular. But I hadn't really heard about um, just a version of like red light therapy and what it would do. And so it's 100% natural. It dates back to Egyptian times and like, um, like it, it's such an old way of, of looking at another modality of healing of using, it's like sound healing of light therapy. So they would have these light chambers and different colors back in the Egyptian ancient times. So that really fascinated me. I was always drawn to like Egyptian and, you know, the, the culture and the mysticism and, and all of that around it. So it kind of piqued my interest. I'm still looking for, you know, more information around that. And I feel like more will come. Uh, I tend to be more claircognizant. So it's like I have a knowing, yes, I want this. And then more information comes later. So um, that was kind of what initially drew me in. And then, um, and then just learning about it, how it biohacks for your health. So the red light, you know, similar to also with plants, uh, where you have, you know, photosynthesis and how the light helps the plants to grow, the red light therapy helps our body's cellular repair. And so I'm not, I will be the first to say, I'm not a science person at all. I go for more the benefits. So I will say a little bit about it. I am, I, I have a, a cheat sheet here I'll read from because I don't want to mess this up, but it works with your, your mitochondria cells. And so our mitochondria cells are the powerhouse cells. It's funny, my daughter's 13 in school. I'm like, do you know about mitochondria cells? She's like, yeah. And I thought she knows more than I do because I forget. <laughs> How about you? I don't know. Are you science? No, 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 not at all. No. Okay. So they're, they're the powerhouse cells, basically. Like they're the, the good ones. And so they produce cellular healing energy for our body. Um, these cells, so they have photoreceptors in the cells. So these photoreceptors can capture the light, just like the plants with the sun. And they generate so an internal natural chemical reaction to the light to create the the um, the production of ATP. And so ATP is what our cells need to convert the, from the mitochondria into the energy for our cells. 
just like it would be uh, food and water, glucose helps our cells. So these photoreceptors, so they, um, they flourish basically with the red light and specifically there's a certain um, wavelength used by this company, Heat Light, that I use um, for the technology. And it, it works with like nanometers, which again is getting a bit more into science, but so it's not just like any red light, you have to have a certain wavelength. So again, not my background, not science, uh, you know, into light therapy, but knowing you have to have, you know, a particular wavelength, that's what works to convert the light into energy for your cells. And then these cells then go and, and help to repair what needs repaired in your body. So things like um, anti-aging. So I've been using it for my face. Um, I've noticed definitely it's helping. I have rosacea, so it's helped to reduce redness in my skin, um, the appearance of like wrinkles and stuff. And I know if I'm really tired, I find it, it gives me a boost, but it also, if you need to sleep, will help you sleep. It produces melatonin naturally. Oh. And it, melatonin, serotonin, which is great. So it's a natural relaxant. I've had clients who come in and 15, 20 minutes feel like they've been in a really deep meditative state. Works a lot for anxiety and depression. So people who have a really busy mind, again, um, you know, can come in and have a quick session as a reboot. Um, seasonal depression. So being in Canada, it's, it's, we're in the thick of winter, lots of snow. We actually had a huge stint where there was no sun and very gray days. And so it just helps your body get that light therapy that it requires. Um, a lot of sports performers use it. NASA uses it. So it helps for wound healing. So if you have a wound or joint pain, um, uh, all sorts of different things that they're using it for, which is phenomenal. I guess they were um, using it for, for astronauts that are in space because they need some kind of you know, way to heal quickly. Um, it works with your drainage, your lymphatic system. So that helps it, stretch marks, uh, acne, scars, um, whole bunch of different things for if you, have, uh, if you have hair loss. So it helps because it's really helping the body repair whatever it is at that cellular level that you need. Mm. And I find it so amazing that the body's so intelligent. Like, I love that. Almost yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't need to know the science because I know the body knows what to do when you nourish it properly. So the light is giving the, the, your cells that nourishment. Um, and yeah, like, so definitely sports recovery, they're using it with, uh, you'll hear a lot of terms, you know, different people are doing biohacking. In Canada, uh, there's a lounge, a biohacking lounge. Um, it's one of the first I've heard of in Canada. And she has the red light helite therapy there with like different things as well. So it, it's pretty new, I think for me uh, that I've been introduced to, but it's starting to get the word out there that it's just one way. And what I like about it, it's something that I can do for myself because I give so much with my sessions, my clients. Yeah. That you know, it's, it's, again, you know, getting body work is wonderful, and I love it. And I find that this works on a really nice, quick way. So I try to do it as often as I can. But that's kind of a little bit about it. Um, and I've definitely found for winter that I'm, I'm happier, you know, yeah, I, 
even though I know it's it's not usually my time of year, like I, I feel good. And so I, I've seen quite a difference just in my energy boost and my mood. So it's cool. I love yeah. it. When I, when I don't have it, then I miss it, you know? Yeah. Well, you yeah. had me at anti-aging. <laughs> <laughs> the wrinkles, you had me there. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a nice right and it's I'm all about the natural way you know yeah, like it, exactly that resonates so yeah if we can help ourselves and just you know even like the tightening of ourselves and lifting yeah. and um and especially like I said with the rosacea I've tried so many different things and this photo light has been phenomenal because um yeah it's so strong my sister has rosacea on her nose and she was noticing like her skin was really really white all around it so she's only had a few sessions and you can see the difference and usually it's between 10 to 12 sessions um, and it can last up to two months and then you would get maintenance like anything else you know yeah very interesting too so, bad we're so far away so, <laughs> i know i was like i just pop on over just pop on over come on by I think it's just a little flight away, you know? Yeah, just, actually Canada is on my bucket list. So, you know. Yay. <laughs> One day. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to ask you, um, you know, what the biggest struggles you see in your clients, like when they come to you, what are the, the struggles that they're having, do you find? Oh, wow. Um, I guess I could sum it up with how our minds get caught up in a trap of limiting points of view and not seeing the beautiful gift and contribution that they are to the world. Yeah. Because that really can set that really, I mean, it's vague, but it applies to so many different situations. So if someone's having relationship issues, you know, like when you find your worth and your power and who you are and your voice, you can stand up and be strong and like it affects everything. If, if it's about money and you're in a poverty consciousness, you can stand in your power and you can create you know, and, and generate the money to get out of that situation. Because really, I think everything comes back to the seeds of the, the limiting points of view, you know, that, you know, maybe I'm not good enough, or uh, who am I to do that, right? Like so many of us have that, like, who am I? I'm not anyone special, right? But I do believe that our, um, our, our journey and our hardest times are what we're meant to help others in the world overcome when we have found um it's almost like okay here let me help you out of the quicksand because i just got out of it myself yeah yeah right and All then that. you know the root so i would say that is a general and then i noticed that i also have a lot of clients who have brain trauma and i didn't mention that about the red light but the red light actually works for uh traumatic brain injuries as well okay. and and um i didn't get into that much but that is something that comes up a lot in my with my clients of having either concussions some kind of brain trauma or PTSD and it's interesting because my husband was on the job and had a brain injury he had a, a straight blunt force 
to the front lobe of his uh, on his forehead. And he's it's been years and he's still suffering with um, redefining who he is in his life and healing. So he's still on his healing journey. And I notice a lot of clients will come in with certain symptoms and all of a sudden I'm like, have you had a brain injury? Have you had a concussion? Have you had some kind of trauma or fall? And I would say probably like seven out of 10 clients have, and they wow. didn't even realize it. So brain trauma, I would say is probably a top one. And then also working with other healers that overgive because I overgave, I overgive. I'm still, I was like, put my hand up, recover. Yeah, I'm putting two hands up. Yeah. Two hands up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. people pleasing, taking care of others and not taking care of myself. Yeah. Um, a lot of clients like that and I, I honestly believe it's because I've been there and I'm not I wouldn't say I'm 100% through it but I have tools that I've learned that I can share to empower others to stand into their power like I did yeah isn't it funny how we we bring in people that you know like whatever lessons we've learned we bring in people that need you know the help with that as you were just saying we sort of learn yeah. what we can teach yeah yeah. through life experience, I suppose, and the struggles and the, yeah, getting through it. Absolutely. And then too, like, mm -hmm. as, as a people pleaser and that sort of thing, or as a nurturer and, you know, being an older sister and having that responsibility um, is also more of a caregiver role. So I tend to get a lot of people who are caregivers who may experience burnout or like a mother you know, who's having a hard time with a teenage son or teenage daughter or at work. And I can, I can relate and I have the tools that helped me and I just share my tools, you know, whether it's sometimes it's, you know, working with essential oils, uh, you know, how to de-stress, sometimes it's access tools or maybe, you know, like something simple like yoga, you know? Yeah. Sorry, my husband's yelling outside. I was thinking, what's he yelling about? <laughs> Sorry, I got <All> distracted. Right. <laughs> they decided to whip a snip and mow today when I'm like, I've got a podcast. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We just roll with it. Um, roll. I can't yeah. hear it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, so what keeps you interested in healing? What keeps me interested in healing? Yeah in doing what you do? What keeps you interested in that? Um, I love helping people. Yeah. I love helping people. And I love finding a tool that empowers somebody to empower themselves. And there's just like, when you see somebody who goes, oh, like, and it's not, I think that's part of like the whole idea of Bliss Architect too. It's like, it's, my life isn't perfect. You know, I'm not perfect but I love my life, you know, and I can love my life, even though my husband has, you know, a brain injury and our life has completely radically changed and I can still love my life and elements of it. And so when I can see somebody who's suffering, find a tool that even brings them some peace or some harmony. Um, and sometimes it's a huge radical shift and change. It, it just fills my heart and soul. And I feel like that is just part of my journey is to help other people and, and to share that. And, you know, going back to my youth, 
when I was, you know, teaching my, my um, sister, I always wanted to be a teacher and now I teach, but it's more about holistic healing and it's more about empowerment and more about, you know, um, sometimes when, you know, our, our medical system or, or there's nothing else, it's like you've tried everything. And that's usually what I've done. It's like, okay, I tried everything and I needed something else. And then something was my saving grace. So that's what I want to give people is that hope of what I've experienced if it resonates for them and helps them. Yeah, beautiful. So where can our listeners connect with you online? I will put it in the show notes. So I will have it so people can access, but whereabouts can they generally find you? So you can find me. I am on the Access Consciousness website under a practitioner. So people have found me that way. I'm on Facebook. So I have a Facebook page. So if you want to share that, um, my business name is Serenity Soul Seeker. And my Instagram is blissarchitect at 888. So I, I tend to like Instagram. I like the pictures. I'm very visual. Yeah. So. I connect a lot with people on Instagram lately um, and sometimes on Facebook. So people, people tend to find me there. Perfect. Well, I'll put them in the show notes so that people can click your links and, you know, find you or whatever. Um, now I always ask this question, what does the phrase inner light mean to you? I love that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, inner light to me is, is really tuning into that divine spark, whether it's godliness, um, for me, that's my belief, um, or that universal connection to your inner light, your inner spark, and something more like the higher power, and just your, um, there's a saying in French, joy de vivre, so that, that light, that, that just essence of your spirit, of who you are, so. Thank you. That's beautiful. I love, I just really love asking that question. You know, I, I pretty much resonate with what everybody says on different levels. It's just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, the inner light. And I think everybody needs to shine theirs on the, on the world. So, yeah. So thank you it. so much, Christine. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for teaching me some things. Um, and I'm sure the listeners are going to, you know, be very appreciative as well for, you, you know, this beautiful, um, you know, interview that we've had today. And I'm just so thankful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so grateful. And I'm happy yeah. to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you. Today's episode of Your Inner Light podcast with Erin Sherwood is sponsored by Inner Light Collective. Inner Light Collective is a container for women to come to workshops, to events, to retreats, to be part of online immersions and programs. And the intention of Inner Light Collective is to harness the inner light to tap in to ignite the inner light of as many women as we can we offer coaching energy healing chakra dance 
events, retreats, and online immersions where you are able to tap into your inner essence of your soul to ignite the light within. We all have different ways that we like to learn, we like to grow, we like to nourish ourselves. And so this is why Inner Light Collective offers a range of different modalities to help you through, to help you connect with yourself, to reconnect with that inner light, that inner essence, who you are at the core of you. I know a lot of women feel lost. They feel disconnected. They feel overwhelmed, anxiety, you know, lack of motivation. And these courses, these workshops, these healing modalities will help you to connect, will help you to reignite that light within you everybody has that light to shine and sometimes we forget so you can find more information in the show notes to start the process of igniting your inner light